You're listening to The Big Possible Show with your host, Noah Scott. It's time to break through the limits and achieve all you can imagine. All you can imagine. Welcome to this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing on with yet another incredible guest today. So our guest today is Rob Springer. Rob has been an award-winning producer, director, and actor for over two decades. His career started in New York City at CBS Sports, eventually bringing him to the Southeast, where he has expanded his work both behind and in front of the camera, as well as the microphone. Rob, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? I am great, Noah. Thank you for asking. Ah, fantastic. So why don't you take a second and just fill in the listeners a little bit outside of that bio. You have so many cool projects spinning right now. Maybe just talk a little bit about who you are and what you do. I would love to. I am on the East Coast um, from New York, where I started my career, as as you had mentioned. Moved down uh, about 20-something years ago, down south, uh, outside of the Atlanta region. And I did that to be to be able to have a production company initially, which I did very successfully working for a lot of companies from Citigroup to Amico to pharmaceutical companies. And I started then to ease myself back into getting in front of the camera, as well as the behind the camera work and the shooting and editing and directing that I would do. I found myself directing talent so much that I said to myself, I, I am very comfortable in front of the camera. Why don't I have kind of a companion career where it's not just behind the camera, but in front, and it kind of creates this 360 view of production and entertainment that I'm very much a part of down here in the in the Southeast. Pretty much a couple of hours outside of Atlanta. For the on-camera work, I have an agent and I've done some great projects that are listed on IMDB. And for the behind the camera work, I do, I work for a, a major woman, women's magazine and we shoot interviews with women that are in the top of their field, be it politics, entertainment, business. And we fly around the country and we shoot interviews with these women for Elysian Magazine, which is a, a media director at this, uh, at this entity. I stay pretty oh. busy uh, covering in front of the camera, behind the camera, and, and getting to meet a lot of folks. And then uh, and, and that's a continuous thing in my life. Oh, that's so fantastic. And like, as a, as a, as a former filmmaker, it, you know, I really understand just how difficult it is to get into production and how difficult it is to get your content out as well as, you know, being in front of the camera as well, working with so many actors. So, so you know, I'm sure that you have plenty of stories of going against the odds and taking a big risk to get your, your dreams afloat and to get where you're at. If you want to take us back in time to a point where, Maybe you were faced with uh, insurmountable task. Maybe the odds were stacked against you. What was going through your head as you were reaching for whatever goal that you you had at the time? And and how did the story unfold? Well, that's a great question. And it, and it, it kind of dives a little deeper into some of what I just spoke about. I'm from the New York area, just above uh, Manhattan. And production's always something I wanted to be involved in. And I remember very clearly being told by more than a few people, oh, that's a pipe dream in one way or another. I was told that. And I thought, well, this can't be a pipe dream for me. I mean, I, I meant to do this. I remember having Lego sets as a little kid and building like film sets and film cameras and kind of moving them around and pretending I was wrecking things. So I, I knew for me, I knew my path 
inherently and like so many things in life it grew out of my childhood this passion and desire and i i wouldn't i would i kind of took the things the negative things people said and turned it into fuel sense where i was determined at first to really get involved in production and secondly to create a production company and somewhere along the path to that i realized New York isn't really, even though I'm there, from there, New York isn't really the place I'm going to do that. And I followed a dream and I moved to a resort island, actually Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, where I was able to be a, a big fish in a little smaller pond and create a production company, which I eventually sold after a decade and then went to work for a communications company where I then became, uh, I started a department of media production for them. And that, that for me was uh, a big climb up ladder. That point became like a launching, a launching pad for me to do bigger work and work with, work with a, a lot of, uh, a lot of great people. My, my, uh, my, my resume includes uh, shooting interviews from, with governors and celebrities and uh, Robert Red that we worked on some projects together when he was doing this, directing the film, The, the Legend of Bagger Vance. I ended up doing little mini documentaries and behind the scenes of the creation of that movie for HBO. And it, it's just been rolling very, very rapidly my career and behind the camera for, for a great many years now. And that's not even speaking about my, my time in, in front of the camera, which has been uh, another kind of companion side career for the last for the last 10 years where I've gotten to work with directors in front of the camera, everyone from uh, Tyler Perry to uh, Ava DuVernay, uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, the, the list goes on and on. And then shooting interviews behind the camera where uh, I've, I've shot a, a Governor Christy Nome recently, uh, Dara Torres, an Olympian, uh, Nikki Haley was someone we just shot an interview with. So, so for me, it's the variety that's really interesting and Back then when I was a kid, when I knew I wanted to be involved in, in shooting uh, films, I never thought it would lead to the level that I'm able to do it at films and, and, and video, but I, I didn't ever think it would lead to me getting in, in front of the camera, which, uh, which has been a pleasant surprise and, and fairly successful for me. Hey, yeah, well, congratulations. It sounds like you've been on quite a few cool sets. So. Let's let's shift gears and and actually talk about some of the some of the things that you've learned through these lessons and through through this journey of climbing up the ladder of both production and and acting and 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 being in in different different sets. So, <clears throat> what are some of the the practical skills that you think you've or the practical tips that you've learned in terms of um, success? If you could if you could break down something that first comes to mind in terms of career advice or just personal growth advice for people who are cl climbing up the ladder, looking for that final form of whatever it is at their beginning, uh, whether it's whether it's in Hollywood or, or without. Absolutely. Talked a little bit about the discouragement that you will sometimes hear from others when you, you have a dream, a tap, let's say, in this case, you know, your dreams, chasing your dreams. And I know they can be viewed as impossible tasks. And to, at, at some point, it's like, how am I going to do this? And these types of tasks, like a success in a career and a direction, you know, 
with yourself you're supposed to follow. These kind of tasks, they, they make or break people, of course. And even if they don't break people immediately, sometimes they eventually can. If, you're, if you've not aligned your, your mind correctly, and the, these are the major tasks that are changing. We talk about, you know, a career following a dream. And it, it, goes, it goes to your mental state. Uh, the mental state and how you're thinking you're going to achieve your goal. Your mental state is critical. And, and I found that I would, I would need to surround myself at times with different people. Uh, to make a stronger foundation for myself. And it's a big part of your head in the right place. So Rob, it, one of the things I, I really just love that you brought up mindset and because it, it, it's so powerful when, especially as you were talking about reaching for impossible dreams, what, what do you really mean by, by having the mindset that's going to enable you to achieve all the things that you want to achieve? Persistence, of course, it's something you hear a lot about, but it, it, it sounds cliche, but it is mission critical. Uh, surrounding yourself, another thing, surrounding yourself with the right people, uh, that, that is another uh, extremely important part of, a lot, of getting towards your goals and, and, and getting past and achieving these impossible tasks, but finding the right people, the right partner. When you go home to your house, making sure that when uh, when the day is over, if you're able to spend your day with the right people, that you're you're going home to the right person. Also, knowing that you will, you know, visualization, knowing that you will achieve your goals, and sometimes even looking past your goals, knowing I know I will achieve my goal. I know I'm working as hard as I can. I know this is a passion of mine. There is no choice, and it doesn't really matter so much where you shouldn't matter where you've begun your life. There is, there are always obstacles to, to get past, no matter if you're rich or poor or where you live or who you are. It's knowing the dream is yours, knowing that you'll pass the obstacles and that you'll achieve your dreams by being in the right mental state, keeping it positive and keeping the people around you, your support, so to speak, uh, the, the right people. Wow. That is so beautiful. And they, it's just there's so much power in knowing that this is the dream that you want to have. This is this is the the path that you want to walk, and then shaping all of the actions that you take around that vision. What what advice do you have for people who are searching for what that vision is, and you know, trying to find uh, a dream that they can really sink their teeth into? So we spoke about passion, never to be understated. Sometimes we may, we may miss a beat in being, uh, in having this message of what it is we're supposed to do. We, we may be too busy in our lives. There may be too much stimulus, too much information that bombards us. Not there may be, there actually is. And it, there's, it, it, it's a matter of, it's a matter of closing down to some extent. If you really don't know what you're supposed to be doing, the answer is there. One must turn off everything and take somewhat of an internal mental journey. And this could be days, this could be months. I mean, the answer is there so many times. The answer will even go back to our childhood and, and thinking about what really made me happy, what types of things made me happy, even in general terms. And what 
are those things now for me? Where do I run to to find uh, excitement? Where do I go to in my spare time as a hobby? Many times those places are where we'll find what we're supposed to do, followed by how we're supposed to do it. Spoken like a true storyteller, beautifully. And, and the, the act of just slowing down and listening to what really drives you is so powerful. Uh, thank you for, for sharing that. So I, I'd, like to, I'd like to shift to a little bit, you know, knowing that you also have the podcast, you, you've worked with so many incredible, incredible successful people. What, maybe if you have a story, this would be incredible, of a story of, some, of a time that somebody shared a piece of wisdom with you that was particularly inspirational or just um, perhaps set you in a, in a spot where it was like that advice was life-changing. Do you have a do you have a story or or a piece of advice from someone that that you can share with us? I I knew you might ask something like this, and I I, <laughs> I jotted some notes. I jotted some notes down in front of me to be to be completely honest. But I'll tell you what we were. I'm gonna. I look at those notes, and there are some okay stories. But something jumped to my to the front of my mind when you were asking that question again here right now, and. And that is, I was lost. Uh, I, I did not know where I was supposed to go and what I was supposed to do. The very things I just spoke about were you need to turn everything off and really turn inward to get these answers. Uh, I, I certainly was there, although uh, I, I knew I had childhood dreams. I, I was discouraged by others to not pursue them. And it left me somewhat lost for many years through teenage years and into my 20s. and. I'd say at the beginning of my 20s, I, I was on a journey of sorts, and I'm on the East Coast. I, I moved to the West Coast for a little while. I moved to San Diego and worked on a, a boat uh, in SeaWorld where it was, well, I, I can't figure out my journey. Let me at least be in kind of a, a heaven on earth type of place where the sun shines and the water is is never very far away from you. and I would take, a, I, I was a deckhand on this boat. It was a hydrofoil boat that kind of, after a certain speed, it would lift out of the water and there'd be 20 something passengers and I'd need to make sure the weight was distributed evenly and such. And I made friends with some of the captains on these boats. So we'd have a dialogue. And there's this older gentleman, I really couldn't even tell you his name, but this is the story that just jumped to the front of my mind. and. I remember talking to him and he was an old Navy man. And now in his retirement, he was, he was, um, he was driving this boat at, at SeaWorld. And I remember talking to him about what it is I want to do. Because when he asked me that question, I, I didn't have a great answer. And he told me, you really have to turn everything off. The very things I spoke about a moment or so ago, you really have to not let go of that inner mind of yours until it gives you an answer. And he told me, you know, sometimes you will need to look backwards and really think about the things that, that really make you happy. Are you doing them now? And I said to him, these things make me happy where I am and what I'm doing. It makes me somewhat happy, but it's not, it's not my, my path. And he said, well, don't let go, meditate, he taught me some tricks to meditation. And I did that. 
and I cleared my mind as much as I could. And if there was beer and things like that in those days, I, I realized that those were messing up the journey for me, the journey to even finding out what it is I'm supposed to do. And I'll tell you, it, it took me probably six, eight months, but I got there. I got to where I knew what I needed, needed to do. I moved back to New York. I, I, uh, immersed myself in further studies and communications and television shooting and editing and i i found a, a good a good school that had a great strong placement department and i was able to pick up the very dreams that i i had when i was a small child and and the discouragement didn't mean anything anymore instead it was kind of fuel for me to move forward and that started that started my path, which is very fruitful for me today is very satisfying for me and the things I do today and new things grew out of it. As I've talked about behind the camera was a, 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 the only part of my career for many years. And then that opened up to getting in front of the camera and became just a well rounded career in communications and media and, and entertainment to some great extent and that was the moment it, it was out there on the water mission bay in san diego that that was a, a, a life changer for me wow i can taste the salt water in the air and i can just like <laughs> see the breeze flowing through this old weathered sea dog and just you know I, I, it's just the, the the yeah you you really do have a knack for for just telling stories and what a what a cool moment it's it's always really great when we can be transported back to that to that special time and so you know i'd also really want to talk about some of the things that you have coming up because as you found that path it, it's kind of sounds like you're you're bringing it back home in service to some of the other young filmmakers who are coming up with one of the projects that you have coming up you know, and, and looking back at when you figured out that, oh, this is the path I want to go. And you went through the ropes, you went through the hoops, building your career, building all the stuff. And one of the things that you had, we were talking a little bit before the show um, about a project that you're doing that's that's really incredible about for for young filmmakers and, and new independent filmmakers. Uh, let's take a minute and just talk about that. Excellent. Well, it's called flicks.film, .film being a, like a .com, a domain name, an extension. Flicks.film is a project that we've been working on for the greater part of uh, 2021. And it's about to be released uh, as a Roku channel initially and as a an online streaming platform. You could go to flicks.film and what you'll find there is a place for independent filmmakers uh, no budget, low budget, large budget filmmakers will find a, a, a refuge of sorts where they will be able to put their film in living rooms in over 55 million living rooms so over Roku and over our website and Apple TV channel is to follow shortly uh, there thereafter thereafter being uh, in March we'll have our approval from Roku. And then as the spring of this year goes on, our Apple TV channel will go on. When you go to flicks.film, you'll find a place to submit films. Sometimes filmmakers are like myself. When I was a kid, I found an old Super 8 camera and would shoot and physically edit with scotch tape. Well, it, the version of that now electronically is, of course, much more advanced. And there's some great, it's an easy thing to say, and it's very true that there's a lot of 
budding filmmakers out there and there's a lot of great ones and when you put your projects on a youtube or even a vimeo you'll find that you're mixed in with of course millions of other videos and it's hard to get a spotlight that shines on yourself and that's what flicks.film really is it's for indie producers they submit their films they they uh they go to our, our panel we look at them and we'll ask they'll we'll ask them for a pitch initially we'll ask them uh, when the film was made what the budget range is what kind of equipment they used doesn't matter any of the answers to those questions because a good film is a good film these could be documentaries as well they could be fiction sometimes we'll even get a podcast that uh, a podcast that actually that actually works for flicks.film and sometimes web series come our way this is uh, the this is the content that goes to our channels and to our streaming platform online there is no cost it is something wow. that we want to do to give back somewhat for sure it goes back to knowing for me there it was very hard to find a place to put projects i really put my passion and my heart into and this is for those folks this is for people that uh, that need that type of a of an arena that kind of a spotlight to be in actual living rooms and on a channel where their content comes through it's formatted like a netflix or disney plus or hbo plus it's laid out in categories where you go to a screen and you scroll through a drama or a thriller and such and we put the descriptions and sometimes filmmaker notes uh, on on uh, married to kind of the listing of, of the of the of the media that they they've uploaded so it, it's exciting for us there there isn't anything exactly like that that's out there and we have a small team that's putting that together and it's very exciting yeah, absolutely. So now is the time I typically, you know, as we're wrap, working towards wrapping up, I typically ask a question about decision making, but I think I, I, I'm, I'm compelled to switch it up a little bit and ask you something that is coming from the heart here for, for where I'm at. And I think for where a lot of other people are who are raising their flag with a project that they're really passionate about. And some of the things that you were talking about, about putting the spotlight on yourself. And it, it's something that I think as we enter the arena of our, our, our dreams, basically, and, and putting ourselves out there to the world, what, what advice or tips do you want to leave us with in terms of finding the courage to stand up and raise your flag and showcase your talents, your skills, your, your dreams, your projects to the world so that other people can see them in their best light? Be relentless. The answers are all around us they are supposed to be around us in fact they they really are that is the reality i find for lack of better words there is a current that runs just below the surface of our lives uh, some people can, can you can assign whatever you need to assign that that current as if it's a river that's moving under us some people may call it spirituality others uh religion uh, others intuition or gut instinct but it's there get in tune with what's already in you and around you the answers are there being relentless and passionate is a definitive skill set that if you don't have it you have to hone and find it because that is those are the skills that 
give you the ability to be persistent through all that happens in one's life. The, again, the stories, the answers are all around us, as are the stories. As they say success leaves clues. Well, look at success stories. My God, podcasts uh, proliferate and there are so many great success stories, it, including on the big possible, of course, the, the stories are there. If you're listening to kind of junk podcasts, that's okay, but make room for constructive and creative podcasts where that earphone is plugged into your ear and you're hearing information that really helps you fuel your dream. Wow. What a mic drop moment there. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. And that, that, that bit about the same thing when you let go of the beer to tap into that bigger purpose, when you are able to let go of the trash podcast and tune in to find the clues that lead you to your dreams. I mean, that is just really what it's all about, man. Thank you so much for sharing that, Rob. So how do our listeners support you? And, and you know, how do, we, how do we stay in touch? All of that good stuff. It's really simple. It's something I finally had to do as I was guesting, uh, as I was guesting on more and more podcasts, as well as uh, recording my own podcast, which I'll mention in a moment. It's robspringer.me.me, Rob, R-O-B, Springer, S-P-R-I-N-G-E-R, robspringer.me. On that, it's a simple link tree type of a, a website. But there's everything on that site to where I'm at professionally, behind a camera, in front of a camera. There's the jobs I'm working on. There is an email link. So if anyone had any questions or if I could assist in any way, I, I always enjoy doing that. And you, you can find those things at robspringer.me. Beautiful. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here, Rob, and sharing your stories. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. That's it for this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing out to let you know I appreciate you for being here. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode and want to share some feedback, visit Apple and drop a review. That review will help other people find the show, and it also gives me a signal that, hey, people are out there listening. And with that, may the rest of your day be filled with epic adventures. And I'll see you right here for the next episode.